And yes, it is not Lewis's voice you're hearing today, it is mine. I'm Gil, and I am introducing the episode today, because Lewis is... Is he sunning himself, or is he just away in, in Portugal on a personal reasons? I don't know why he's there. I should have probably looked it up before we started the show. I don't think he's uh, sunning himself up, because he uh, doesn't do well in the sun, as we found out when we were in London together. So he's probably burning in Portugal just now. Ah, so Portugal is his own little personal hell then. Okay. <laughs> Michael, how are you doing this week? I'm doing good, thank you. Thanks very much. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm f- I feel and I probably sound a lot better than last week, so a that's a good start. A lot better. Editing this episode is going to be an absolute dream. Scott, how about you? How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm good. A bit disappointed because it is raining and I did finally pull the trigger on a sprinkler purchase this weekend for anyone who's been following along. So ever since I bought it, it has rained every day since. So uh, yeah, a bit deflated about that, but everything else is grand. Is it HomeKit enabled? It is not. It uh. is not. It just, yeah, it didn't seem... I think there's a good ones from what I can read in the US, but they've not came across this, this side of the world yet, so... Was that not a little bit ambitious, buying a sprinkler when you live in Scotland? Yeah, yeah, maybe so. But still, you know, that's it. I now have a garage, so I feel like I've got to fill this garage with old man things. So that's it. I've now put up shelving. I've got a hose. I have a pressure washer, a grass cutter, a strimmer. Uh, Next on that list seemed to be a sprinkler. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, I've got all those in my garage, along with subwoofers, bench press, speakers, equipment, and bikes. Are these things you're never going to use? <laughs> uh, no, I use the bike and the garden resources on a weekly basis. Um, but the subwoofers were holding for someone else instead. It's not my. It's not me just like having a garage party, you know, every weekend. The raver inside, Michael. <laughs> So we're not going to talk about balls today, we're not going to talk about passing the driver's seat. I actually haven't thought of a metaphor, so instead, let's just get started. Scott, what is your question today? Oh man, you threw me at the deep end and I was unprepared. I, I don't have a question, I was just unprepared to go first, that's all. Uh, so my question today is, if you could, I, I think we've, uh, as far as I remember, we've all went to, to university here and ascertained some sort of... Uh, degree certificate whatever that means um but if you could go back to university today what would you study so it doesn't you don't have to you can still keep all your life skills and all the knowledge you've built up just curious as to to what you would go study what topic or what course i'm going to pass this to michael first i was trying not to look at the camera so you didn't pick me first but thanks (laughs) uh that's a really good question Uh, For context, I studied music education at university and decided not to go down the education route, but thoroughly enjoy music. And when you first pose that question, two things come into my mind, which are, would I want to study something that I enjoy or would I want to study something that's going to make me money? Which I know sounds really bad, but now thinking about it, would a degree help with the current climate? So for instance, you know, technology is a massive market and I think computer science and the coding side of things would have been super 
resourceful. However, probably everybody would be doing that along with me. So there wouldn't be any jobs. So I'd be in the same place. Um, to be honest, I think what I would really love to do is something like medicine. I wish I was smart enough to do medicine. Um, I think being able to help people from a medical point of view, I think would be really interesting. You, It's so diverse. You would see so many different things. And that knowledge, I think, would be really cool to have. But I really enjoy my music, so I probably want to do something like music technology, possibly. But what's a degree? So <laughs> just just like your response to what's a computer, what's a degree, Scott? No, yeah. No, that's interesting. I, I kind of see medicine... Not that I want to get into it too much, but linking in with what you currently do anyway, you know, that ever-changing uh, role, which is quite nice. Uh, no, that's, I did not expect medicine from you, actually. That is... That's because I'm not smart enough, that's why. <laughs> no, I, th- I think you're 110% smart enough so, to, uh, to be my doctor, that's for sure. So if you didn't think medicine would have been one, what did you have in mind for me then? Honestly, I thought teaching. Ah, interesting. Because I know, obviously, well, from... I've known that you've done that, um, but I just thought you maybe, you know, would have went and possibly done, you know, secondary school teaching and maybe became, you know, principal, something like that. I can see you going down that kind of leadership route. Um, I think you're very good at working with other people, listening to them. Uh, your advice is always spot on. Uh, so I've seen you in that kind of leadership role, but I think obviously you're very good at also teaching and passing on and all that kind of stuff. So again, that's why I thought still going down the education route would be what you would have went for. I can't deal with the politics and education. Oh boy, yeah, that's the worst. And so paperwork. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, there's that as well. It's uh, and and not and not, not to mention the children as well. But apart from that, <laughs> <laughs> which is why I said principal, because I think then you deal more with the people. Oh no, I still the... I would still be deal- dealing with children. Just they they have the title <laughs> of children of teachers. That's all. So uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So thanks for throwing me in the deep end there. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I think I would have gone for teacher too, but there's also something about like marketing. I could see you being a really good creative marketer, and I don't mean like the kind of um, sleazy salesperson trying to sell anything they can. I mean like an actual person who's you know thinking about a brand, thinks deeply about it, what they can bring to it. I think some of the things I've seen from you when we did work together would lend themselves to that kind of career again i don't think i'm smart enough but thank you very much i appreciate that so uh gil you're gonna answer this question now before scott answers his own question yeah so this is actually one that i've actually thought about quite a bit recently um because a family member of mine recently posed to me why the hell didn't you do computer science at college or university <clears throat> and my answer was because I'm the biggest dipshit going I as you all know have a really deep love of computers I really enjoy computers and what makes them work and how they work and coding them and all that kind of stuff yet like you know you mentioned going for the money when I did come to time to doing my uh, you know university choice I went for something I thought would make a lot of money, not something I was amazingly passionate about. I also stupidly in 2006 thought, you know what, 
the dot-com bubble has burst. So all that big money probably isn't there. If I had done computer science, I would have been halfway through my degree when the App Store and that Gold Rush launched. I think that's a kind of... I don't have a regret as such, but it's always going to be a missed opportunity that I could have potentially had. Um, so yeah, I probably would be going into computer science route. Um, who knows where it would have taken me. I might not be on this podcast today if I'd done that, so maybe... You know, maybe things worked out for the best. But um, I'd be interested to hear kind of what you guys think uh, I would have went for. Michael, I'll let you answer this first. I I could see you in the computer app kind of development area, I would say. Probably going to... Not necessarily all the coding parts, but really the attention to detail of like a user interface, I think is where I see your passion and your interest coming out together. I don't think from a coding perspective, and maybe you do a lot of coding now, but I think you're very much more the kind of person who likes the attention to detail, the perfection and how it looks and how it operates. And I think that's what you would be doing. I think you'd be not quality assurance, but really... Uh, user experience, shall we say? Yeah, that's interesting because I was uh, I was thinking the same as, I mean, I don't I don't know what this concludes is, but it's possibly come under the the whole consultant topic. But again, you know, I think where Gil works best is where there's a problem, and he's very good at using technology to, to where where applicable technology to solve that problem. Um, so again, like you say, maybe not the full coding background. I mean, I imagine you've probably got experience in that anyway. But like you say, you know, building something that would link technology to help a problem. Uh, I think that's, and again, I don't think there's actually a course to study that under, but yeah, some sort of computer science and, and kind of consultant background, I think, would be where I'd see Gil going, which would be quite cool. cool. Okay, Scott, time to answer your own question. Jump, oh, into, well, jump into the deep end with us here while we all well, drown. <laughs> let's, uh, let, let's flip it first. What, what do you think? What do you think I would do? Let's, of course you were going to ask that. Of course. Because <laughs> I, do, I don't know if anyone's going to get it and I'll explain my, I'll explain my reasoning why. But I'll... I'm going to jump in first, Gil, if that's okay. Please do. Scott, I've got two paths for you. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, I know that you did music at university. Yep. Um, I don't know if that's something that you would do. If it was, I think you would probably go down the education route rather than just standalone music performance or composition. But I think the route that you might have taken, if or you would take if you were able to change it, I think would be something like social work because you're a very family-orientated person. And so the way that you care about your family, I could see you caring for other people as well. But that's probably completely way off from what you're going to say. So Gil, what do you think? You know, this is actually really interesting because you kind of touched on something I was going to talk about. Um, I know, Scott, you know, your significant other and mine are both nurses. And it's a really difficult, really hard... Um, job they have and I don't know why but I could see you being really good at that 
I think you'd be really great in a hospital, like taking care of people and, you know, help, like, you know, maybe the children's ward, just because that sense of humor you have is just, you know, I can't describe it in such, but knowing your sense of humor, I think you'd be like the most kick ass nurse uh, there is. I think you'd be the most sarcastic nurse. <laughs> Have you I met? I don't think you'd be compassionate at all, Michael. Have you met a nurse? They're all sarcastic. <laughs> right, Scott, tell us. Yeah. Okay. So, so just on the comments, uh, social work. That's really interesting. I've never thought about that before. But yeah, I could see possibly yes. Uh, and nurse, yeah. I don't, from the stories I hear from, obviously, our significant others, as you say, Gil, they're uh, they're not pretty stories. That's for sure. So, uh, no, it's always off putting. Uh, I I do battle on and off whether if I should go back and do my primary school teaching that is uh, something that I battle on and off with on a, a regular basis but a as Michael's already pointed out there is too much politics uh, and b uh, too much paperwork I think not enough teaching uh, just personally but um, anyway we'll put that to one side just now what I think I'd really love to do, and this isn't from a money point of view, this is just more like a really interested topic point of view, is I'd love to go back and do economics. And learn how to start your own social media website. And call it <laughs> Facebook. No, no, no. I, I guess not economics as in monetary economics, but just, you know, all these facts and figures, like, how, like you know, I was reading a, I read a paper the other day about economics and wildlife, and it was just like... That's, that's amazing like you know it covers such a wide range of topics and it's all to do with numbers as well which is really you know there's nothing i love doing more than opening up an excel spreadsheet and getting all my sums and nifs statements out so uh so yeah there's just something and again i think you could do a lot of stuff with that about questioning people and you know getting facts and figures around all that and building studies around just numbers yeah i just love that kind of questioning people and finding results and looking for little hidden like little hidden secrets within these facts and figures you know if that's the case i think maybe cost accounting would be something you'd really enjoy as well because it's not just the and i've done this so i can say that's the boring profit and loss but it's the kind of the why and the how behind those numbers with cost accounting um i'm probably describing it completely wrong for someone who has a degree in the subject but you know like i always look at cost accounting as like if you're going to sell a product how do you decide what to sell that product at? How do you say what that product is worth? And that is the you know really interesting bit about accounting. Um, and I'm not an accountant today, so you can see that that being the most interesting bit wasn't enough to spark my complete interested interest in the subject. But let's be honest, Gil, your answer was wrong because all you'd want to do is be a Lego architect, and that was it. Yes, absolutely. When I since I was a child, that's what I wanted to be. You know, it's funny. Uh, one of my best friends, and uh, the last couple of years has become a fireman, and it's kind of like it's this. You know, it's literally since he was six, he's wanted to be a fireman, and that's always that's always been like his goal, his his thing, in the back of his mind, and he's done it. And I'm just like think of how many six year olds think of what they want to be and then go and do it and it's just i'm so incredibly proud of him because it's just you know he's fulfilled his dream of doing that and it comes back to you know me being a lego architect yeah that's what i wanted when i was six but you know i needed to go off and do a degree in architecture to do that and i'm you know michael like you said about yourself i'm not smart enough to do a degree in architecture 
Yeah, no, I agree. I'm I, I'm not smart enough to uh, do economics either, but I would just love to. I just yeah, because then I think as well with economics, you could propose your own question. I think that's really interesting as well. Is you know like, you know, is cheap wine better than more expensive wine? Like to me, that's just a really interesting topic. Like you know, again, imagine doing a survey and an experiment on that. That's just great, and you just get to go. Oh yeah, it's economics. Like you know, that's that's brilliant. I think that's uh, really interesting. You know, you can just build your own day. It's uh that's interesting. Anyway, enough of that topic. It's a shame Lewis isn't here because I'd love to find out what he would love to do. But anyway, we can maybe catch up with him on that next week. I'm now going to pass this, whatever we're calling it this week, over to Michael. You're always going to me. This is so unfair. Okay. Here is my question for two of you. And with no money being an object, what would be your perfect car <sighs> now my only condition is that it has to be real first of all can be a made up car uh, and it has to cater for all of your current life needs I'm guessing it also must be street legal correct <laughs> oh man <laughs> wow I've actually you stumped have. you two you're both like <gasps> you're just gasping in the background I'm, here I'm just wondering though in my uh, current life needs does that have to include my like 160 mile round trip commute some days Correct. Oh man, that's tough. There goes all those electric cars. Not all of them. Let's say you weren't doing that commute. If that makes things easier. Oh, for easily you. a Tesla Model S. Easy, hands down. <laughs> like, you know, I know there's been a lot of bad press with Elon Musk. That's totally fine. But the product is brilliant. It it's took something. It's it's almost like for me. People go on about the iPhone, but for me, the real product for myself was the iPad. When I seen that, I was like, oh, this is it. Like, this is the thing. Like, you know, whatever it was we've used before, that is like now dead in the water. This is, and, and the same when I seen the Tesla Model S, it was just like, this is it. This is the future. It's good for the planet. Well, to an extent, it's good to the planet. You know, it, it's comfortable. It's nice. It's got, it rethinks the whole steering wheel aspect and how you drive a car, but it's still a car. It's, ah. Uh, like yeah no that's that's an easy question but if i have to take my current mileage then it becomes a different question and what would the car be based on your current mileage oh i don't know pop okay we'll come back yeah to you. yeah let's do that yeah gil so my current needs it's an interesting time i suppose you asked me that question um because you know, yes, I, I have a significant other, but we are, you know, we don't have a family. So I don't have to think as selflessly as I would have to think if we had a family. Should we so, insert saying doesn't have a family yet? Yes, yes. You know, this is why I'm <laughs> saying like it's a timely time to ask this question. Uh, don't infer anything from that because there's nothing to infer. 
Um, Speculation. <laughs> so, Model S would be up there, but I think for me it would have to be a Porsche 911. From almost my entire car loving life, that has been up there. Um, you know, Aston Martins have come and gone, but the Porsche 911 has always, always been up there. So I'd have to go with that. And is that a practical car for a day-to-day use? Yeah, I was about to say, do they drive through the fields in Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> I jest, I jest, I jest. Sorry, so, <laughs> for me, in day-to-day use, yes, that would be a... Uh, uh, what was the word you used? Uh, practical. Practical car. Sorry, just the thought of having a 911 there just really kind of scrambled my brain. Um, yeah, I think it would be practical for what I do. There's no bumpy roads I drive every day um, most of my commute is motorway the only thing is everyone else in my office would be completely jealous and probably want to scratch my car which probably wouldn't make it that practical what about going on holiday does it have a bit? yeah it does Can you put can you put two suitcases in it Michael, I'm I'm trying to save for a wedding. The furthest I can go at the moment is probably, you know, somewhere with a, a carry-on bag. So, yeah, you know, if I can afford a 911, that's going to completely blow my budget. But I just said money wasn't enough. I think if you get a 911, I think if you get a 911, you won't be getting married. <laughs> yeah, that that could be true actually. Yeah. Uh the reason why I asked this question as uh, you both know, and as our listeners know, as I mentioned last time, uh, we are expecting a Mini Thompson on the way, which is super exciting. And this is what I've been having to deal with for the past few months, working out what would be the most practical car going forward. Um, now, if money was not an object, I totally agree with the Tesla route. I think we all agree with the Tesla route, um, especially their big SUV. I think that just looks Really? Oh, I think that is disgusting. Uh, like, no, nah, I think I, I'm going. I'm going through this phase now where I would love an SUV. Nah, um, oh no! Oh yeah! You know what they absolutely. need to do? Pack in absolutely. the SUV and make a Tesla Model S estate version. Oh my god! Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> you and your oh, estate, I love an estate car. Honestly. Oh my god! Oh, I love an estate. Anyway, I think the the dream car for me would be something that's got lots of power because the inner boy in me still wants to go fast but also has the practical sense of being able to take a child and all of its equipment around with me and actually i really kind of like the audi rs models um i think they're you know if money's no not not an object i think they're extremely fun cars to drive uh they still have a boot which is quite nice and they most of them have five doors which is super convenient but yeah something like that or i couldn't bring myself to buying a bmw i I don't know why i think that's that whole like image of bmw driver um i wouldn't be able to cope with that myself because we all know bmws haven't been reliable in the last 10 years did i say that out loud (laughs) (laughs) yeah you did i can cut it out if you want me to and edit it out um but yeah, I think 
I think it's an interesting point, and it's interesting to hear your thoughts. I wasn't expecting a sports car from you, Gil, to be honest. I, I really wasn't. Really? I, I was expecting more of... Yeah, I was expecting more like a, a sporty, like, saloon hatchback kind of thing. Um, like, kind of what Scott was going down the route of. But I didn't expect uh, such a unique car, shall we say. Do you know what? Just taking on because of you guys saying yes for a family for me. If I had to pick a more practical car for that, I'd probably want the Range Rover as the Velar. Oh my god. I think... Beep, beep, beep. End of call. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you could drive up to the Manchester this... training ground for your daily job. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd that just that car looks beautiful to me and i'd want it in white as well which is probably even more of a footballer car but still yeah. <laughs> what, you know what's this thing with white cars charlotte is obsessed with white cars you know what i saw a white um it was one of the amg mercedes and i hate mercedes but it was one of the amg mercedes which did turn my head and it was in white and i was like damn that is a nice car as it drove past me yesterday yeah, that is a nice car. I agree with Michael. The Audis are very nice, especially the A6 Avant, the estate version. Beautiful, nice big boot. Uh, the A4 is also particularly nice, especially if you get the, I think it's, they've got like the sport version as well. I think it's, is it A4S or AS4? Can't remember what it is, but they've got that model as well. Uh, we're kind of also in the, the market for a second car, but it's going to have to be used, unfortunately. Um, kind of looking at the Vauxhall Insignia estate, that's uh, quite nice. You can get them quite low mileage, quite cheap. We already have a Vauxhall. We like it. It's reliable. Uh, it's quite easy to get through an MOT, which is nice. So, yeah. But we have also been looking at the Jaguar E-Pace as well. Because, boy, is that a lovely car. But, yeah. that's uh... Scott, do you move a lot of dead bodies? Or like, I don't understand what the obsession <laughs> with an estate is. Where, where am I going to put my sprinkler when I need to move it? <laughs> How big is the sprinter wow. you bought? Don't ask, don't ask, don't ask. That's going to lead to another conversation about hoses and we're not going down that route. So, moving on. Uh, I think now it's come all the way back around to Gil for your question. So before I do that, I'm going to throw a little bit of a spanner in the works. Uh, our missing co-host uh, actually sent me a question today and he would like me to uh, play it now because Skype is probably the worst way to do this, I'm going to have to just tell you guys the question, and in the magic of editing, Michael, you will put this question here. Hey guys, sorry I can't be there this week. I am currently on holiday in the glorious sunshine of Fonchal in Madeira, um, but I still wanted to bring something to the table. So my question for you this week is, while I am relaxing and recuperating in the sun, what do you guys do to relax? Not to do anything to achieve something, not to be productive, not to add to your home or anything. What do you do when you truly want to relax? So, I guess I'll go first because I'm sick of picking on you guys. And Michael, you seem to get picked on a lot today. Um, so, to relax, I watch a lot of Netflix. Just when I want to, you know, completely just switch off and relax. Um, I will just put on Netflix, find something, usually something funny or something um, 
maybe like an action movie or you know something like a you know popcorn blockbuster and just relax with that uh, it's not intellectual it's not productive it's not uh, it's not benefiting the world in any way with my use of time but it's a good way just to sh- um, to relax and shut off for a little bit uh, Scott what about yourself uh, mostly I will probably do the stereotypical read a book um, just to yeah I don't I don't watch much TV um, we have we don't have Netflix we have Amazon Prime um, but if we're watching something that's mostly like a joint venture almost it's with me well with myself and Holly but yeah just yeah read a book or, or listen to a podcast I will listen to a lot of podcasts I think I was just counting today I think I I think my subscriptions are almost up to 40 weekly podcasts now, I do a lot of driving so I listen to them a lot in the car as well but yeah I'll, I'll listen to a lot of podcasts as well to relax and just try and zone out I try not to look at screens because I look at screens all day long it's like yeah when I come home just to not look at another screen is quite nice uh, to try and do something different I, I do have to say I, I since buying the house as well like doing stuff like the garden and kind of bits and bobs I, it sounds really cheesy but I have like I've taken a lot to learning about the garden and I don't know why but there just seems to be something really therapeutic and cutting the grass making sure it's nice you know washing the car Again, I don't know if it's because it's nothing to do with technology, so it's it's completely the opposite from my day job because it is a bit more manual labour esque, which maybe that maybe that's why. Um, so yeah, so I, sometimes I'll do that. You know, on a Friday night after I know it's been a long week, I'll just go out and I'll take two three hours and just cut the grass and pull up weeds. And I think it's just because it's a complete shut off from everything else that I do. And I'll listen to podcasts while I'm doing it. Um, and that is really, really sad because if I told myself two years ago that I'd be doing that and I'd be enjoying it and I'd be investing in all this equipment like a sprinkler, I think I'd like you know kick myself in the teeth. But uh, but yeah, there is something quite therapeutic about about doing that kind of stuff around the house. Um, and obviously, I want to take care of the house as well because it is our it is probably the biggest investment I will ever have in my life. So uh, so yeah, so making sure that it's all in good good nick is also kind of positive. Um, but yeah, that's what I do to relax. Michael? So actually, before oh, Michael sorry. answers, sorry, just I think Lou, if it'd be, you know, poor taste if I didn't uh, comment what Lewis would probably comment here on saying that doing the gardening is productive. It is having an outcome on you because your house looks prettier for doing it. So, you know, I have to avoid that answer as being a, you know, we can go with the books <laughs> or something, but yeah, you have to avoid that. And speaking of podcasts, I don't know if you guys have heard this this week, but um, the company who owned the rights to The Joy of Painting, which is a television show with Bob Ross, have licensed them to the makers of the Cam app uh, to make podcasts that help people um, to help people go asleep and to help people relax by just listening to Bob Ross's voice as he paints. Uh, you know his happy little trees and his happy little clouds, uh, and so that was a, a fantastic use of some old media. That sounds like a terrible idea, but anyway, Michael. Uh, yeah, the way that I like to relax is I I kind of agree with Scott with the garden and the housework. I really enjoy. There's nothing better than cutting the grass, to be honest. Like I love it so much. I'm such a nerd. 
but there's just like an attention to detail that I just love. However, if you were to ask my wife this question, she would say the Michael that the way that Michael likes to react, relax, not react, relax, is by playing Rocket League. And I'm not gonna lie, I love playing Rocket League. And for me, it's just a great way to turn off uh, my mind from any of the stress that's happened from the day. I can just put on some really good music and just chill out. Um, I don't need to go like super dry hard on it. I can just, I can really just relax and actually just get into a groove of enjoying it, which I know is really sad. Uh, well, Lewis might agree with me actually with playing games console. I do enjoy reading. Like I said, I mean, reading, enjoying baby related books, but yeah, I would, but sometimes sitting in front of a screen is the last thing that I want to do at the same time. So, but my go-to I think is probably playing PlayStation. Oh, wow. That's Rocket League makes my blood boil. I'm like, why? So I think this is the other thing as well. I noticed since having the switch, I'm way more interactive when playing video games. Because I always yeah. use it in the detached Joy-Con mode up to the TV as well. So I've got one in each hand. So I find myself like getting up and moving about as I'm playing it. So I'm like, actually feel like I'm physically in the game. Like it's almost VR kind of stuff. Really strange. I don't know why. Have you played Rocket League? Yeah, I've got it for the Switch. Do you actually? Yeah, yeah, I do. I thought right, we discussed right. it. No, after this, we're going to go and do a wee 1v1 match. Because Lewis is like, oh yeah, guys, we're playing it. He's like, oh wait, I own a PlayStation and they're, you know, all about nope. locking and all that. We'll just we'll do a, a private one v one match and it'll work like a treat. Great, let's do it. Let's do it. Sorry, Gil. Unless you've got Rocket League as well. No, I. Okay. Rocket League, I, I don't. I don't. This is personal choice completely. I don't get enjoyment out of playing it. I've played in your house a few times. It's. It gives me the same kind of. Almost. Dissatisfaction I get from playing games like FIFA. Where, you know, it's just player versus player and you're trying to, you know, okay, football versus Rocket League is very different, but the whole concept just doesn't, I don't enjoy it. Um, that's fair enough. <laughs> I've you're wrong, but that's fine. I say, I've deeply <laughs> insulted you, I can tell over Skype here. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're just wrong. I just, I'm just rejecting your opinion, just like our previous episodes. <laughs> So uh, so what's your question, Gil? So my real question this week, because, you know, my first question was asking Lewis's question. Um, and this I'm going to preface with no social media or text messaging app is applicable. What is the one app you could not live without on your phone? Scott, go. It's Filofax app. <laughs> they don't actually make one so uh <laughs> oh wow That's... scott i can answer yours it is not omni focus before you ask uh, it's not uh, no 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 i was i was gonna give you a genuine answer actually oh okay overcast <sighs> yeah so i thought about that but then i also brought up specifically wallets for apple pay but also maps as well. Okay, I'm going to make it a little bit easier because I didn't think about Wallet or Apple Pay or Maps. Third-party app. When you've installed on your phone. Yeah, it's probably overcast then. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. 
I spend like I'm dreading iOS twelve because that screen time feature is just going to be overcast twenty four seven. It's uh, I, I'm even on the beta for it. I, I just yeah, it's great. I love it. It's uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of varied podcasts. So uh, yeah, it's got to be overcast, and I'm looking forward to AirPlay two coming out with overcast and Apple Watch playback as well. Michael, favorite third party app. No, it's now. Now that's not the question. It's not favorite third party app. Is it's which app third party app could you not deal without? Um, it's a really good question because all of the ones that I'm thinking about could probably not very user friendly, but they could all probably be accessed through the web. So. Things that I access on a daily basis are like weather apps, like Carrot Weather, I find hilarious. Uh, train app to check the train times. Overcast, but there's podcasts for that. Like in my head, I'm just finding alternatives for everything. But the one that's super convenient is probably any of my banking apps, which sounds really boring. But the convenience of going into an app and seeing how much debt I'm in with my mortgage or the joint <laughs> savings account or like my current account, you know, all having that through Touch ID is such a dream that I can't remember the last time I had to go to a computer to check that account. So I think it would be my banking apps that I probably miss the most. Gil. So, for me, it's got to be YouTube. Because I consume, I would say, probably about... Actually, you know what? I can tell you. Exactly. <laughs> um, in the uh, last, this is only in the past week. Yes, in the last seven days, I have spent 11 hours and 8 minutes watching... YouTube content across my devices, um, and that was a week that included four days where I was off completely because I was on holiday, so I wasn't watching as much then. Um, but I do so much of like my not my learning through YouTube now. You know, I found a load of really interesting, informative, uh, you know, historical and in some cases uh, videos and I've done just so much learning about, about different topics that I really enjoy through that I don't think I would be as sane as I am and that's saying something uh, without the content I get from YouTube so that would be what I would miss the most or the one I couldn't live without yeah I kind of get that but there's a web version available. I know it's not very pretty, but there is a web version available. But but my counter argument to that is I use Tweetbot for Twitter, and if they took away the APIs and limited the feature set to Tweetbot, I think I would give up Twitter. I cannot use the native Twitter client or web router version. Oh. That's fair. Okay, that is interesting. Yeah, I don't have those issues with the YouTube website, but um, I didn't think it would be 
of going around that but in the spirit of not getting around it um that would be the one i would pick so i think that has been our three and a half questions i suppose uh well we had four questions so we'll go with four questions uh for tonight um lewis is not back next week uh i might be co-hosting again or maybe scott or michael might give it a go you'll have to tune in to find out uh, you can find us at our um, email address, which will be in the show notes because I don't know what it is. But you can tweet at us at B-I-T-T-T podcast at B-I-T-T-T podcast. We really didn't think this true. We chose that Twitter nope. handle. Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts. Let us know if you have any disagreements or agreements with us. Um, if you have anything you want us to tackle, any surprise questions, uh, you know, send us an email. And again, that email is going to be in the show notes because we can't remember what it is. Unless you guys remember it, do you? That's a no. That's just pure silence there. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and we will uh, see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.